welcome back to the Going International podcast. In this series today, I'm joined by a partner in Argentina, my colleague Sergio Veron. Welcome to this um, podcast, Sergio. Please introduce yourself to the audience. Hi, Katrina. Many thanks for the invitation and time today. It's nice to see you. Uh, my name is Sergio Veron. I have been acting of the partner of GT Argentina over more than 12 years. And I started my career in organizations for more than 20 years. I am the leader of the business solution practice uh, here in Argentina. We provide accounting, tax compliance, payroll services, advisory services to multinational companies. And of course, we work a lot with uh, another GT firms in, in several projects that we provide services at the same group of, of the company. Absolutely. And on that note, you and I, we've been working together for a number of years, um, for sure. So it's it's been very enjoyable um, to chat to you and, and be on this podcast again today. So maybe for the purpose of the audience, if you talk a bit about what makes Argentina attractive as a place of business. Oh, yes, sure, sure. Argentina is the eighth largest uh, country in the world. Uh, we are uh, with uh, 47 million of populations. It's a big country. The land area is around 2.8 million square of kilometers. And as you know, as you know, Christina, our topography is highly varied. Uh, we have big sun. The temperature was so good to the agriculture. And also, Argentina is a well-known country for the very good condition of the children. Uh, you know, I, I, I share with you uh, in very, very situation, the, the invitation in order to come into to our country and enjoy here. <laughs> International conditions and, and local policies uh, led to significant devaluation of the Argentinian peso and high level of inflation. Um, I, I think that the, this context means some opportunities for the foreign investor. Uh, inflation continuing very high during this year. The National Institute measured inflation in 2022 yielded around 60 rates for the period to January to September. It's, it's so high. It's so high. Um, the labor is comparable in skill and attitude with that of most developed countries, especially at technical and professional levels. In Argentina, we have a very good level of, of universities, not only uh, private, we have very good universities uh, public. Uh, for instance, the University of Buenos Aires is one of the most prestigious uh, in Latin America. It's so good, the, the level. It's very good. Nowadays, of the largest companies decide to incorporate a local entity in Argentina because the capability and experience of the Argentinian professionals and the level of the salaries in terms the comparison with the countries in Europe and US are less. This is a big opportunity that the companies uh, see currently. Uh, of course, this helps to the companies to develop the business not only in Argentina, also in the region, also in the regions. Uh, I, I think this is a uh, very good context for, for the companies, for the global companies uh, today. Absolutely, and thank you for you know sharing that overview. Of course, there are 
challenges, but economic opportunities that come with, you know, those challenges um, in Argentina. And maybe on that note, can you talk to us a bit about what incentives are there um, from authorities in making Argentina an attractive jurisdiction for businesses? Absolutely, absolutely. Our government, uh, the, the actual government and the previous government uh, worked in the uh, to 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 put uh, on the table different incentives, um, horizontal incentives. Uh, I mean, applicable to the all regions and all activities, and sector sectoral incentives. Uh, is particular to, to, to promote a uh, develop of, of certain sectors of the economy and a regional incentive because we have an, a big country and we have uh, 24 provinces and in this sense consisting to promotion uh, investment and support for the provincial structure. And regarding uh, tax incentives, yes, uh, they, the government decide to provide different special treatment, yes, in order to uh, different ways. Uh, for instance, temporary exemptions for uh, taxes and, and fee reductions, uh, investment uh, incentives like uh, an accelerated depreciation, partial deductions, tax credits, tax deferrals, and income tax I referred. Um, in, in, in I, I we have in the north of our country uh, we had special areas where the treatment uh, the treatment sorry uh, offer reduction in VAT too and of course of course we have um, several incentives regarding to reductions uh, for hiring and, uh, of labor and um, I, I share something. Uh, last year, last year, um, taking advantage of the high quality of the Argentinian professional forming in technology and, and, and considering the high uh, global demand for this activity, the government creating opportunities for the companies based on the uh, knowledge. Yes, uh, in that sense, uh, offering a big program in order to, sorry, so, yes, for the companies. Uh, that provide services, IT, professional services, develop uh, and provide uh, uh, technology services abroad, abroad, abroad countries. Uh, based on that, has been created the knowledge economy law, which objective is to promote new technologies, uh, promote the quality employment, uh, develop small and medium companies, and uh, increase the number of the export services of companies dedicated to the software industry. Uh, this is a, this is a global, it's a global business today, and our government uh, work in this sense. That's very interesting because obviously, um, you know, for technology companies, and uh, I suppose in in the biotechnology fields, it sounds like very interesting to be doing business out of Argentina where there's also a talent pool um, and grant incentives from the government to um, assist, I suppose, with the setup. So that that's really beneficial to know. And thanks for sharing that detail. So moving on, Sergio, 
into maybe another topic. If you could talk to us about what are the three key compliance must knows from an accounting and tax perspective that are important to meet in order to avoid fallouts with the regulatory uh, authorities in your uh, country. Yes. Uh, here in Argentina, it's mandatory for, for the business uh, to be registered into national and provincial tax authorities. Uh, we have a lot of different regimes of actions, not only for federal, uh, like income tax and VAT, uh, also regarding provincial taxes, uh, like turnover tax. tax. Uh, and each province defines different conditions, parameters, and, and rights, uh, depending not only the activity of the supplier. Uh, it's necessary to check the specific fiscal situation of their suppliers. In this sense, uh, many companies have the problem if they decide to use the, their global, global ERP because for sure don't prepare in order to get all that fiscal information to, to comply and this, this kind of obligation. Unfortunately, in many provinces, the, the tax authorities don't have the online information. And for this situation, it's so important to prepare currently the, the ERP in order to obtain and register the full information for the suppliers and, and invoice to be paid. Uh, in, in terms of complying, it's so common that international companies need, need our support, not only for the setup of the ERP, also for the continuous changes in the local province rules. Uh, as I mentioned before, we have 24 provinces here in Argentina. You know, it's, an, uh, it's an, a big challenge. Uh, yeah, and, and depending if you have like branches or not uh, in different yeah. provinces, they will have different rules. Exactly, exactly. That's why it's so important to to prepare uh, about that. Um, other topic, uh, maybe uh, it's good it's good to know too that the, the main change regarding to the social security obligation. Uh, approximately three years ago. The tax authority began a process of automatic control of social security contributions. The company had to prepare the salary books digitally and upload it to the platform of the tax authority. As a result, it is generated automatically the respective affidavit of social security for its presentations of payments. Uh, the point is that the configuration is not the same for the, all the companies. Each concept, each end that the, each em, employer settles and reflects in the respective salary receipt of the, their employees must be configured. It is a some, somewhat complex process. And from uh, the first number, uh, <laughs> in a few, in few weeks, this is, will be mandatory for the old companies that have employees here in Argentina. The so this is a regulatory. So this is a regulatory update. Sorry to, to cut across, Sergio. It's it's a a new requirement that is going to be mandated from the first of November, twenty twenty two, effectively. Yes. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. And for the old companies, uh, no depend the, the activity, no depend the size of the company. It's mandatory for the old company that have employees here in Argentina. 
And uh, the, the digital salary book is the online tool for the control of the foreign determination of social security. And if the company non-compliance or, or, or have some uh, errors, the, the, the fines are, uh, are big and, and pay for sure interest for the delay in payment, the difference that the mayor arrive. That's why it's so important to, to, to take uh, this time. No, thanks very much for sharing that. That is certainly something to for for businesses already doing um, operating uh, in Argentina. It's something definitely relevant to be aware of, and and that hopefully they have been prepared uh, and preparing for this change. Um, and if not, like we can obviously assist. But it's it's uh, thank you very much for sh sharing that regulatory update. I, I finally, finally, I think it's, it's useful to share a brief comment uh, uh, regarding the current control of exchange markets. Uh, the central bank ordered restrictions, uh, control measures in, in access to the foreign exchange market. Due to these companies, must present uh, a, a lot of support and documentation of the expenses, expenses and, and services that they pay abroad. And comply with certain requirements, uh, not only for timing and for the the available amount we will pay outside. And in this sense, so important the anticipation of planning and planning of payment in order to avoid the, any commercial conflict with the sensitive partners for the business. Uh, this is an, a sensitive issue. So. Sergio, maybe changing um, the subject and without naming names, uh, can you share with us a story of maybe a disaster situation that you have experienced with the audience so that businesses can prepare in advance and avoid such a such situation and understand how can Grant Thornton assist and support in that planning and preparation? Yes, yes, sure. I, I, I remember uh, an experience with a client, international client, that they have a, a big problem with a sensitive uh, partner and a supplier. And this supplier sent to a specific income for the productions here in Argentina. And this company, uh, when they try to pay their invoices, uh, they don't complete the all information in order to obtain the proof for the bank, for the central bank. And what's a, what a big uh, sensitive problem and uh, put on the table a, a lot of uh, a, a lot of problems for the relationship with the, the local company and for uh, they are um, sensitive partners. Yes, uh, abroad. And our, our team, our team supports immediately in order to complete the, the documentations and uh, advise the, the best ways in order to manage the situation for the local bank. And we provide our experience in order to uh, immediately try to change the, the agreement in order to uh, get the full information to, to the to the local bank 
And I remember in, in one month, we received the good news in order to uh, obtain the, the approval to, to pay that. Uh, what's an, again, sensitive, sensitive situation, I remember. In this sense, our professionals are prepared because we have experience in, in, in this kind of, of issue. Thanks very much for that. Um, maybe give a sense of, I suppose, the size and the experience of GT Argentina today. Yes, GT Argentina has a, a staff of more than 350 professionals. Uh, we 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 try to 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 work with very close to our clients to know the. The, the business to know the, the commitment to, to our clients and, and of course uh, every time we try to uh, know uh, and share of, of course our experience in order to uh, to provide the, the the best practice for for our clients and, and of course we work together very close relationship with another city firm and why? Because we use the the all the all experience around around the world. Uh, I, I say privilege. We are involved in a lot of global and regional projects where we work with another city frame, and in order to share the best practice and, and the close relationship, I, I think it's the best way in order to to, to work in, in this kind of business. Um, Always the good pressure to, to share clients with the, the, the nice and professional people like your team, Christina, for instance. Absolutely. And listen, thank you very much for that. I think it's also really key, you know, the fact that we meet on an annual basis and we share the experiences and we come together, uh, you know, across all the various different GT offices into the one location. I think that is really powerful um, in terms of the relationships that we have, the collaboration across the network, and being able to find the common best practices that we observe um, and implement them, you know, consistently, consistently with our um, multinational client database and, and our large um, corporations. So, listen, thank you very much for uh, today's session. I think it was really insightful. Um, I really do appreciate, you know, the working with you and your time today. I know it's. Uh, always busy so thanks for for your time and thank you to everyone listening to the going international podcast today i hope you enjoyed it and looking forward to another podcast soon thank you christina thank you for your time it's a pleasure for me see you soon see you soon don't forget to like and share thank you